sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy. Make me a servant of you that were brave enough to be here instead of going to the Colts game. Thank you. 
I was saying, this is my 50th year of ministry, but I have 51st year, I'm beginning now, and I praise God that he allows me that opportunity to continue to share his word. I'd like us to think today about a scripture found in First, First Chronicles, the 16th chapter, the 31st verse, as it begins through the 36th. Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea resound and all that's in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let the trees of the forest sing. Let them sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Cry out, save us, God our Savior. Gather us and deliver us from the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said, Amen, and praise the Lord. When I was talking with Roger, we determined that today was not the first Sunday of Advent, so he wanted me to speak on thanks. That's an easier subject. Because normally in Advent, you're in a series of three or four sermons. So I would like us to think today, let your minds go back to when you were a child experiencing a Thanksgiving Day meal together. My memory is one that has made an indelible impression on my mind for over 60 years. Our family always got together with my grandparents on both sides of the family, my aunts and uncles, and either my mother would prepare and host the meal or her sister. We're a unique family. Since my mother's sister decided that she wanted to marry my father's brother. So we were one of those families that when one got in trouble, everybody was in trouble. <laughs> and my aunt was not the most organized person. She would set the time for that Thanksgiving meal at one o'clock. And she'd always say, we're eating at one o'clock, don't be late. Mom always had to bring food to help with the meal. And to, traditionally, we arrived just before one, so that mom's meal was still warm, what she was bringing, hoping to smell the aroma of turkey. But my aunt would just be putting the turkey in to cook when we arrived. Something had always gone wrong, and we knew that the meal was going to be hours late. Of course, the food that my mom brought was getting cold waiting for the 20-pound turkey to get done, because that was days before the microwave and all those other things. Finally, all was ready. We'd been out playing, and my aunt would call us all in to the table, and then she would say these words, and I hated them, Ronnie. I didn't like Ronnie. No one called me Ronnie. And then she would say, would you please pray and keep it short. I don't want the food to get cold. <laughs> and I always thought, why bother? You don't really want to take time to thank God for all the blessings he's given you this year. I've entitled my message this morning, Give Thanks to the Lord. Thank you. They're words that are too seldom heard, rarely spoken, and too often forgotten. 
less than a month ago, we had over 700 children plus their parents and grandparents that came through our church's parking lot on Halloween to get treats. And there were two phrases that I often heard that evening. One was the parent telling the child, what do you say? And the other one was the child saying, I already said thank you. <laughs> the parents were trying to instill in their child the importance of thanking the person giving them the candy. And the child was reminding the parent, aren't you listening? I already said it to him. I wonder sometimes if we're not listening or saying it to God enough. Psalms 107.1 says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. And you know, the psalmist must have really meant that. As he was instructing the people to give thanks, he used those identical words to begin 13 of the Psalms. And he also used it to end the Psalms 23 times. So it must be important to give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, the 18th verse tells us, give thanks in all circumstances. And what that verse is telling us we should give thanks in all circumstances. The good, the bad, the ugly circumstances. There's always something we can give thanks to God for in every situation and every circumstance because those circumstances don't change God. As parents, we want our children to be thankful and God our Father wants his children to be thankful, to show him thanks for all that he has done for us. You'll notice that the verse in 1 Thessalonians did not say, give thanks for all circumstances. There's a lot of difference between for all circumstances and in all circumstances. Telling God, God, I'm so thankful that someone broke into my house and stole all my money and my jewels. That's not what he's telling us. He's, that we don't thank him for it. We thank him in it. Or whatever the bad circumstance may have been. It may have been loss of jobs. It may be loss of a friend or relative through death. It could be a car accident. What God is telling us, even though the circumstances may have been ugly, we can thank him in the circumstance that we were protected, we were spared from injury, and on and on it goes. There's things to thank God for in every circumstance. There's a couple of things we need to know about Thanksgiving. First, Thanksgiving should be expressed. It shouldn't be kept to ourselves, but express it to the people. Psalms 100 verse four, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, give thanks to him and praise his name. How have you benefited from having God in your life? Tell him about it. Romans 121 tells us, for although they knew God, they neither glorified God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. 
If we're born again followers of Jesus Christ, God wants us to thank him. And if we don't, we'll find that our hearts become darkened. The second thing about Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is expected. Not only is it expressed, it's expected. For 1 Thessalonians again, 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. You know, we often people hear, hear people say, if only I knew what God's will was, I'd do it. it doesn't get much plainer than Paul told us in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, God's will is that we give thanks in all circumstances. You know, giving thanks signifies three things to us. Giving thanks signifies a growing Christian. God doesn't want us to remain as mere infants in our Christian lives. He wants us to grow and to mature in him. Most of you remember what it was like to have a baby in the house. A baby doesn't know or care about giving thanks. They're pretty self-centered and it's all about them. They expect to be fed, to have their diapers changed, to sleep. And when those things don't happen, they are ungrateful and they're pretty quick to express it to us. They have to be taught to be grateful. That's a couple years later. The same thing is true about Christians. As we show thanksgiving to God, we grow in our relationship with him. Another thing about giving thanks, it signifies a giving Christian. Think back to a very nice meal that you enjoyed at a local restaurant. I know there may not be a lot of choices in Elwood, but as you were seated, you were greeted by a very friendly waitress or waiter. They made sure that your water glass or your coffee cup never ran dry. The meal was all brought to you to the table. It was hot. The seasoning was just right. It was a very enjoyable experience. And as you were presented with the damage, you checked the amount and decided that the server did an exceptional job and they were worthy of a generous gift. Fancier restaurants now often post at the bottom of that bill, different percentages of tips. 15%, 18%, 20%. And it helps people determine the amount of the gift for the server. Since our daughter was a waitress at Jim Dandy in Elwood and Chi Chi's in Marion during her college days, she's always a very generous tipper because she knows that the person serving depends on the tips. Their $2 and some odd cents per hour salary doesn't meet the needs. Unfortunately, many servers will tell you that Christians coming from church on a Sunday are often the worst tippers. The bill may be $40 for the family and they leave a $2 tip and often a gospel track. Isn't that interesting? We will tip the people that serve us, 15, 18, 20%, sometimes only 10, depending. 
God only asks for a tithe and allows us to keep the other 90%, but so many people have a very difficult time giving God 10% of their paycheck. We give as we've been given to. You can't outgive God. And when the waitress gave great service, we give generously. And that think all that God has given to us. And he only asked for 10% of our time, our talent, and our treasure. I, I better quit meddling and go on to the final point. Giving thanks signifies a glowing Christian. And a glowing Christian is one that people enjoy being around because they're allowing the presence of the living God to shine out through them and be reflected on their faces and in their personality. A glowing Christian is not critical or pessimistic, but is an encourager and lifts people up with their gifts of God's grace flowing out from them. Psalms 92.1 says, it's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. My question for us to consider today is, have we gotten so used to the blessings of God that we take them for granted and don't show thankfulness to him? Gospel singer and songwriter Andre Crouch asks this very penetrating question. How can I say thanks for the things he has done for me? Things so undeserved, yet he gave to prove his love for me. The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am and ever hope to be, I owe it all to thee. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the things he has done. With his blood, he has saved me. With his power, he has raised me. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Just let me live my life. Let it be pleasing, Lord, to thee. And should I gain any praise, let it go to Calvary. With his blood, he has saved me. By his power, he has raised me. To God be the glory for the things he has done. How will you give thanks to God today and in the days ahead? Father, there's no way that we can ever repay you, but we can show our appreciation and our love and our thanks by expressing to you, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, for your touch, for your guidance, for your healing, for financial blessings, for family, for friends. How can we say thanks, Father? But we tell you we love you. And we determine to let thanks flow to you from our hearts in Christ's name. Amen.
Sweet. 